In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. I just got back uh, about two and a half weeks ago from, uh, uh, from a visit to Uganda. And I've been preaching and talking about that a lot because it was such a, uh, a wonderful experience and a very joy-filled experience. And, and part of what affected me the most about that entire experience was just the, uh, the incredible welcome that I received, but also the joy that these Christians halfway across the world from us are still experiencing and still living in their lives and, and sharing openly and honestly. I was amazed when I spoke with uh, uh, my hosts, who were, um, who's the, the bishop of the South Renzori Diocese in, um, in Uganda, and his wife, uh, Dorothy. And, and when his wife told me that her grandfather was one of the first people to bring Christianity to that part of Uganda and that part of Africa. Her grandfather, this is a woman who's my age, I'm 52, so you can do the math yourself. When her grandfather was bringing Christianity to that area for the first time, it was just two generations earlier. So, the middle of the last century, um, that's not very long ago. We tend to take things for granted because we've had Christianity in our midst for so long. But here are some folks who are just hearing for the first time about the good news of God in Christ. Just hearing about the new life and resurrection and all that is promised through that for the first time ever. And it's amazing to see and to hear and to experience and to feel the joy that they have. And literally, the flocking to be part of that. And the, and, and, and the, and the, the desire that many men and women have to hear more about our risen Lord and to join the Christian church and to experience the same joy that we celebrate today. I share that with you for a lot of reasons, and one of those is to say that there's great joy in heaven today as we celebrate baptisms and confirmations, but there's also great joy throughout the world for those same celebrations. And I can assure you that throughout and across the world, there are more celebrations going on today as well. And when I get to the finish line here, or when I land this plane, whichever comes first, um, I think you'll know what I'm talking about. We are at this last Sunday of Easter season. Actually, next Sunday, which is Pentecost, is the last Sunday, but that it kind of falls into its own celebration, and we move to, from white to red. So we'll call this the last white Sunday of Easter season. And as we celebrate this part of Easter season, we're reminded very clearly that Easter is not just one Sunday or one day, but that Easter is a celebration that extends out through what we know liturgically as the great 50 days of Easter. And we celebrate that 
and note that Christ became known throughout this season. On Easter Day, when the tomb was rolled back and he emerged, and then throughout Easter season, as different stories of his resurrection began to appear from the road to Emmaus to having a barbecue on the beach with his friends and, and enjoying fish and all sorts of experiences as people came to realize that what they had found in such a joyful relationship during his earthly ministry prior to his death had the possibility of continuing even after his death. And with his resurrection was being manifested upon them and his very clear intention to make sure that we know with that first generation of Christians and subsequent generations which we represent that God wasn't done. God was not done and that God was in fact leaving another one the Holy Spirit to continue to sustain us to continue to be our advocate to continue to share the Spirit of God with us to empower us to do God's work in the world so yes Easter did not end several weeks ago but Easter continues even today when I got back from Uganda I told folks this story but um, my wife had all sorts of stuff for me to do and she had boxes full of things that needed to go back into the attic and they were boxes of Easter things that had decorated the house you know the bunnies and stuff that you put on the tables the Easter baskets and I was a little tired and probably a little crabby would be a good way to put it and I said, well, you know, I don't understand why these got to go back today. She said, because they're getting in the way. And I said, well, you know, and this is where I put on my, made sure my bishop's ring was hanging really high like this. You know, Easter is 50 days long. <laughs> she reminded me that that is the case. But wearing a bishop's ring in our house didn't do a whole lot of good in getting that across. <laughs> so I put the boxes away. But Easter is 50 days long, but I would say it goes to 51, 52, and 53, and even beyond that, because every day is an Easter day for us. And today, with these baptisms, we will celebrate and experience yet another resurrection opportunity for us. These little bitty babies will be the ministers today that remind us of our own baptismal promises that remind us of the new life that we have and the new hope we have and the resurrection that we have. The folks being confirmed, confirming, confirming their baptismal promises, promises that were made on their behalf years ago, are again reminders of what we're called to do and what we're called to be as Christians and how we're called to practice that ministry in the world. While I was in Uganda, the most profound moment that I experienced was up on this mountain called Mahongo. From what I understand, it was the first time that our group had gone up into the villages of Uganda. And we went with 
uh, Bishop Jackson, who was, had a big confirmation service planned in, up on this mountain in the archdeaconry of Mahongo. And we got up to the top of this mountain, and it was about a two-hour drive. And um, they told me it was an hour and a half to two hours, but it depends on the road. I didn't understand what that meant. And the question was whether the road was washed out or not, because it was all dirt. And it was all uphill, and it was like a four-wheel expedition, you know, uphill. Um, fishtailing. It was really exciting. One of, our, one of our group had to take a tranquilizer for the ride down. He was so worried about it. But um, we got up there on the top of this mountain. It's just beautiful, green, lush, gorgeous. And there were a thousand people waiting for us. A thousand people on a Thursday morning. Do you think a Thursday morning confirmation would work here? I don't think so. We got up there and there's a thousand people in a marching band that lead us in and there's this cool procession the whole way in. As I was walking in procession, I took a selfie so I could prove it, you know. Line behind me, it was really awesome. And then we went and had a meal, um, breakfast, where I thought we were gonna get ready for the service, but it was really fellowship and a meal. And then it started pouring down rain. And it poured down rain for three and a half hours. And the service was supposed to be outside with some tents because there were too many people gathered for the, uh, uh, for, f to fit in the church. Everyone waited for three and a half hours till the rain broke till we could have the service. Nobody left. They all found places to stay dry. They all found folks who would invite them into their house, the folks who had walked in. And then when we got to the place to get ready, when we finally, finally broke, we walked up to the spot where we were going to get vested. And as we're getting vested, the bishop's chaplain says, there's a few more people than what we originally planned for confirmation. The original plan was 200, 200 confirmations. I don't think I did 200 confirmations all last year. But anyhow, um, and they tell, the first thing is, and, and the bishop says, how many more? He says, oh, about 200, 400 confirmations, right? Before we got into the church and before we got seated, they had said, well, there's actually, we're wrong. There's actually going to be 500 confirmations. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. It was, it, was, it was sort of a cry like that. And finally, before we finished, we were at 577 confirmations. And it was an amazing moment as Bishop Zarabende was right here doing the confirmations in Swahili. And I was over here doing confirmations in English. And we're four at a time, you know. Got to move things along, right? So, um, and there were several moments when he and I were saying the confirmation prayer at the same time with these blended languages. It was really an honest to gosh, amazing experience and a really incredible experience of unity. Unity. And unity is something our gospel speaks about frequently. Unity is something that Christ calls us to but we don't often see it acted out in amazing visual ways. But for me, that was one of those moments where God's love was being poured on this united gathering of people. Followers confirming their baptism and reliving their baptismal promises. Friends, we do that today. We relive our baptismal promises and we do so with great celebration in baptism, 
We do so with great celebration for this profession of faith that takes place today. And as we do that, we continue to be reminded of the fact that God did not leave us comfortless, but God sent God's Spirit to continue to send us, to continue to nurture us, to continue to sustain us, and continue to call us to do God's work in the world. Easter season liturgically is coming to an end, but I would say Easter season spiritually and emotionally in our lives never ends because we're always called to live the resurrection. We're always called to hearken to the simple fact that God sent the Spirit to continue to push us and send us, but also that God created in the beginning and God didn't stop creating. And God continues to create through each and every one of us as we practice the ministry that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit sends us out to do and be in the world at large. It is with great joy that we celebrate baptism and confirmations. It is with great joy that we celebrate the miracle of Easter season, which does not end, but calls us to begin again and again. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.